Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and talked about how to what? Measure progress. Measure progress in your relationship. Today, oh, yeah. for episode number 292, we are going to do a small talks episode on comfort zone expansion and retraction. I understand it sounds very confusing, but this is something that we have seen time and time again with people who tend to be on the lower end of the drive to five. Like Kevin. Like Jeff. So, so before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag hyper. Conscious Nation. We have both been more active in there. Not I. As of late. Sorry, guys. I'm letting you down. But you I'm did give a behind the scenes. I did. I've been, of the I've event, been Jeffing. I've been Jeffing. Which but. is huge. But also, Instagram. What? Instagram? Yeah. Handles? Are you plugging? What are you talking about? I thought we were going to plug, like, share stuff if it resonates. Oh, yeah. We can <laughs> do that. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is. Uh, the event went absolute fire. I know we mentioned that in the last episode, but we again want to thank everybody that came out. We are planning on our next one, oh, April yeah? 25th, in the Woo, Worcester, Massachusetts. And yes, if you hear anything in this episode that breaks something free in you, please uh, share and tag Alan and myself. We will share it and reach out anytime because we're all about the love. At Lazarus 88 and at Never Quit. Kid. All right, so let's do this. So behind the camera on the board, we have what Dave Meltzer taught us and we saw on one of his posts. So picture this. It's a bullseye. In the middle, you have the comfort zone. In the next ring, you have the learning zone. And on the outer ring, you have the anxiety zone. Now, if you're on the low end of drive to five and you're ambitious, right? So a lot of people that I know have this problem, especially me. So this is what will happen. You will live in the anxiety zone. The goal is to live in the learning zone. So maybe what we'll do is, I wish we had a picture of this that we could show them. Right. You know what I mean? We can, I'll try to find a way to do it on YouTube. If you're listening to this, watch the YouTube episode too, because it'll help. But 
It's kind of like a drive to five thing. So if you're living in the comfort zone, we call that a zero. If you're living at the end of your learning zone, we call that a five. And if you're living at the end of your anxiety zone, we call that a 10. The problem is if you have high ambition and you're low on the drive to five, you're going to burn out. If you're constantly living in the anxiety zone, you're not going to feel like you're doing good enough. You're not going to feel good about yourself. You're not getting the rest and recovery that you need. And you're not getting the comfort that you need. So what we always say is, if you had like a really hard week, like a really hard week, like the hardest week of your life, I would say take a day or two the next week and right. just be. So when we were at David Meltzer's studio, he's the one, again, who coined this whole concept. Coined. Coined. He basically said that, I asked him this question, when you're in the anxiety zone, you should probably seek self-care, right? He said yes. When you're in the comfort zone, you need to seek challenge. Here's the thing. So when we kind of unpacked all this recently, hosting that last event, it took a lot out of Kevin and myself. It required more of us than we could have anticipated, oh, yeah. and, and we tend to do that a lot. We often talk about leveling up and leveling out, and we don't do a lot of leveling out. We mostly just level up. But what, what I was talking to Kevin about was like, what if some of the things that we're doing are easier on me because I don't struggle with anxiety as much as you? Yeah, they are. They are easier on you, for sure. Right. For sure. And so what you're doing is you're bouncing from anxiety zone to comfort zone and back. The and problem, I'm spending most of my time in the learning zone. And the problem was I wasn't bouncing back. I would, I, I would say over the last... I'm, I've just kind of figured this out and I've started to tell people that... Like some of the people that I work with have the same issue. Other people are lower on the drive to five and they're not necessarily super, super ambitious. Right. So it's not the same. They're not constantly getting out of their comfort zones. But I, I found that I'd get so burnt out that I wouldn't want to work at all and I'd start putting in like 20% days when what I should have done is taken a day or two to myself and right. then got back after the 80 to 90% days. Right. And I noticed that it's, it was a consistent thing that was happening with somebody that I work with. She would be hammering her work constantly out of her anxiety zone or constantly out of her comfort zone living in the anxiety zone and she would get sick and burned down yeah and then she would need like four or five days all the comfort she needed right. all the comfort which right. again and i feel guilty for saying this because i usually say like hammer it hammer it hammer it hammer it keep going but i have learned through trial and error that if you're if you're not of the confidence level that alan is right i adopted this from alan that's why i've been doing it for so long right but if you're not of that confidence level and that ambition level and you don't seek comfort nearly as much as Alan does, then you're not going to have the problem. But if you're like me and you need comfort, like I need comfort. If you need that comfort, you're going to have to come back. And this is what will happen. You'll be way out in your anxiety zone and you'll say, I can't do this anymore. I'm burning down. You'll jump back to your comfort zone. Then when you feel better, you'll jump back into the anxiety zone. Then you'll jump back to comfort. When if you just stayed in the learning zone, you'd learn the same amount and you wouldn't be burned out nearly as often. You might even le learn more. You probably you're would. Because you're spending more time there. Yeah. You know what's interesting? We'll use an example. So our buddy Mark Metry, who spoke at Top Notch Live, his PowerPoint didn't work yeah. at first, right. out of the gate. Right. And he kind of ran with it. And what Kevin and I have talked about, and actually kind of when we came to this conclusion, we were actually podcasting with him. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. But we were podcasting with him, and after the episode, Kevin was saying how he wasn't very present, and he said it was because he had to worry about the time and all this different stuff. But what I've realized is that nothing really bothers Mark that much. Right. Mark's very much like, 
always pretty comfortable, even in the gym. He's yeah. not like very good at the gym per se. No, yet. no, he's not. Yeah, he, but he yeah, he's have the reps. he's not like in the anxiety zone. No, even when he's out of like. So it's very hard for some people to get outside their comfort zone. They need a lot of challenge. Yeah, and it's interesting because that was the first time I've ever seen Mark in the anxiety zone was when his PowerPoint wasn't working. Mm, and I realized that in that moment. I was freaking out because I was trying to fix it. Oh, yeah. So I didn't get a chance to see what <laughs> he was Kev doing. Kev spent that whole day in the anxiety zone. I was jeffing. <laughs> but I think, so that's the thing. Like, you'll hear people, and again, this is what happens, right? Gary V will say, like, you have to work your face off. Gary V has never lacked belief. I know. Ever. I know. Ever. Right? He's been an entrepreneur since he was 12 years old. So I think that I'm learning that when we say find a mentor who has what you want, you also have to understand that you should find a mentor who is what you are. Right. That's, or was what you are. That's fire. That's right? going to be a meme, man. Yeah, for sure. But for me, like, if you work with me and you're lower on the drive to five, I can help you, I won't say better than Alan can. Well, I can help you at a different level. I can empathize with you at a deeper level because I understand. Right. Where if you work with Alan and you've always been future-oriented and you've always felt different, I don't know what that feels like. Right. Other than what I've heard from Alan. Yeah. Right? So I think it's just very important... And again, I don't ever want to use this as an excuse or for you if you're watching or listening to use this as an excuse to say like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to stay in my comfort zone more. That's not what this is about. Mm. That's not what this is about. What it is about is don't take a, don't necessarily take a giant leap all the way to 12. Like, and if I you did. do, don't stay there for days on end. No, but that's, I think I'm guilty of doing it. Like, your world within. Right. The second time I've ever done a speech and we're out of state <laughs> on a stage you know what I mean and right. I have clients and my girlfriend and all sorts of people there right and like, then when you get home it's more work and then when I get home there was no comfort it was actually probably more anxiety because we were doing something else right right so where are you at right now so zero to again zero is the comfort zone five is the end of the learning zone uh, 10 is the end of the anxiety zone and 12 is representative of like you losing your mind basically how much uncertainty you can handle in a given moment when you're completely overwhelmed and burning down is 12 so where are you at right now because I think the key is measuring it often and then figuring out what you need whether it's challenge yeah. or self-care and the good analogy here is the gym if you're sick you're not going to go try to PR in squats right. on a day you're sick no right. you're going you're gonna to drink water you're going to rest and recover and then when you do feel like you're back in your comfort zone, then you're going to go seek challenge and, and PR and squats. Yeah. So where are you at right now? I think I'm probably at like a, I don't know, I'm probably at like a four. Perfect. Yeah, I, so I took, after the event, so the, the event was on Saturday, Sunday, Tara and I stayed in bed and on the couch, we ate breakfast, we watched TV and we relaxed. Monday was, uh, we recorded an episode. Yeah. Right, but other than that, I kind of relaxed. Right. And then yesterday I got after it. I hammered work. I was actually at a client's house helping him set up his stuff and recorded his first episode. And then today's been a, not an easy day, but I got more sleep today because I was up late last night. So yeah, I'm probably at a four. I feel really good. I do too. I'm probably at like a four as well. I feel really good. The learning zone. I'm in the learning zone right now, for but, sure. So this is what, and the reason this came up, other than the fact that I learned a ton about myself, I sent out um, an audio message to... The members of our team, and I'm going to start calling it post-eventitis, right? <laughs> what'll happen is you get in a room with a bunch of like-minded individuals, and when you leave, you have no idea what's up, what's down, <laughs> what's green, what's red, what's white, what's black, you have no idea, and you start to question everything. Because you were like, you might have been so far into your anxiety zone that you have no idea what is anymore. Right. I think what you should do is take a day or two. Absolutely. I, I do think that. Now, you know yourself better than I know yourself. Wait, 
you know yourself better than I know you <laughs> if you're watching or listening to this. But if you feel like you're always, if you're living in anxiety all the time, then don't necessarily li- listen to the people who are telling you to hammer it. Work harder, grind, grind harder, stay up later. You don't need sleep. Like, yeah, you do. Right. Yeah, you do. And we've talked about comfort zones and how, you know, you, things only grow outside of them. That is true. But you still need to go back there to recharge occasionally. I'll give a tangible example here right now. So you've been lifting for, you know, probably eight years longer than me. Long time. Or more. So let's say Kevin and I both go to the gym and we do squats together. If I'm doing one, two plates, 225, Kevin can do that with ease. And that's not going to be his anxiety zone. Right. Whereas with me, it might be. So he's more capable in that arena than me. Therefore, he can handle more. Weight more so time under tension plus the weight of the load equals strength. The problem is, what if you, if I tried to do three plates, I would injure myself. Whereas you could do that, and that would actually be a challenge for you, right? What yeah. would be a challenge for you in squats? It depends. Like, what are we are we talking about in the anxiety zone? Because I think it's important for the listeners to know that, like, the more you stay in the learning zone, the more it stretches your learning zone. Uh, three fifteen doesn't bother me. Okay, so three sixty. If we're getting up at three sixty five. I'm in the anxiety zone, probably perfect. So you're near injury, not near, not near injury. Not, I'm just near like I need a spot, probably. Okay. So for comfort zone, one thirty-five. Yeah, one thirty-five, two twenty-five. Learning zone, like two sixty-five to three fifteen. Okay, and then anxiety zone, probably. You know, three thirty-five to three eighty-five, and then so a twelve, which is like near injury. What would that be for you? Probably like 425. Okay. So picture that analogy. That's just squats. Imagine that, but in life. Yeah. Every time you're uncertain. So let's say, what was the anxiety for you? 435, you said? Yeah. 425. Imagine Kevin before doing 435. He's going to be freaking out a little. Yeah. Because he's never done this before. Don't live there. (laughs) It's basically like there's a chance something goes wrong here. Right. We're in your comfort zone, 225. Like, I did that the other day just for fun. I was sitting at the bottom, like, stretching, right? Exactly. But for you, it's going to be different. It's going to be, you know, your anxiety zone might be going to an event of ours. Right. And then getting way out of your comfort zone. You're thinking, like, wow, that, that was a long day. I met so many people. I have a lot of stuff that got shaken loose that I didn't know it was in there. I believe way more than I did. I see so much more potential in myself. But then I crash. Then you crash. Right. Right. It, when When... If you design the comfort, I don't think it's a crash. It's a landing. Exactly. There's a difference between a crash and a landing. If you decide I'm going to take a couple days, then I think that's I think that's absolute fire. I talked to Tiff. Tiff yeah. said, "Yeah, I took a couple days. Yeah, I, I decided to take a couple days, and I feel good now. Okay, good. I think that's absolute fire. Very important. I think that's what you should do. Seek self care. So I remember when um, after HPA Live, which was the first full immersion transformational event Kevin and I ever went to together. Afterwards, I was messaging Anthony Trucks saying, dude, I feel weird. I don't feel right. Yeah. He said, it makes sense. You're, these, these events are designed so you transform, but then you go back to an old environment. You're supposed to feel weird. Right. And that was outside of our... I remember you came back happier and like more confident. Yeah. I came back humbled because I saw Brendan Burchard do his thing, and I was like, oh, wow. Well, even this event, like I came back super excited because I feel like I did really well. And I came back uh, <laughs> having crashed hard. Right. But you were in the anxiety zone, which you don't often get to. I know. Yeah. And then you did that, and it was like, you know, once it's over, it's, it's, a, it's a waterfall of emotions. Peak week was the anxiety zone for me because I didn't feel competent to fill that room as well as I would have liked. Yeah. But, so, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. 
I, I just think that what I should have done is seek self-care. It's funny because Emilia and I do our weekend check-ins on Sunday. Oh, typically Saturday night, but this time it was Sunday because obviously the event was Saturday. But like, we actually had a long conversation of like, we shouldn't have sought more challenge. Because yeah. those check-ins take a lot out of you. Yeah. And we both had empty cups. And that is not a good idea. See, I actually <laughs> did mine Sunday and it was I was excited to do it, even though it was difficult. But I knew, I think I had more in the tank. So I guess my takeaway for this is, I do, again, I don't want you to use this as an excuse to never leave your comfort zone. Right. But I do want you to be very choosy. With conscious. Yeah, with who you take advice from. If you're low on the end of drive to five and you're taking advice from Gary V, you're probably going to get burnt out. Right. And you're going to be living in the anxiety zone. Where if you reached out to me and said, like, this is the way I feel, you know, I feel very overwhelmed. I've been doing so much more than I'm used to. I might say try to detach from that and just take a day and be do something that you love. I, you want to watch Netflix for four hours? Fine. Watch Netflix for four hours. That's right. fine. That's fine. But make sure that you're doing that in an effort to get back into your learning zone, not to stay in your comfort zone. Right. Right? So either way you're going through the learning zone, make sure, like, that's your goal is to land there after comfort. 10-second blip. 10-second blip. They say that nothing grows in the comfort zone, but I think things shrink in the anxiety zone, so if you aim for the learning zone, you'll be just fine. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> I Brutal. Think, I think... A 10-second blip. He's, he's holding space. He's, he's stalling. Oh, yeah. If you are in the anxiety zone, seek self-care. If you're in the comfort zone, seek challenge. Honestly, the only way to grow is through challenge. But if you challenge yourself too much and too often, you're going to burn out. Yeah. Yeah. You dig it? I dig it. Ladies and gentlemen, I will try to put... Remind me of this. I will put, I'll try to put a picture of this up on the YouTube episode. That way you guys can see what we're talking about because I understand you are listening to us and it's hard to, to understand. I will text it to you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this. Up next, we are going to do a top-notch live 2020 event wrap-up wrap up review episode. It's dropping Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, tell your mom, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your uncle, tell your cousin, tell them all. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Tell everybody you know. All right, we're going to get out of here. Now. Next event, April 25th in Worcester, Mass. We are... Still in the process of picking a venue. Yes. Speakers are going to be fire. Yes, as always. We hope you enjoyed, and we will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>